That's it. Here we are going live. Action, action. We are in a Munah class with action. Yes. What do we do right now? That was last week's. Today, we're being active in a real way. We have to know how to be active and what to be active with to make massive action, as Tony Robbins says. This is the time. You wonderful people get to join us weekly. And my hope is this will impact our life in a real way. This is action that works, that makes a difference to how we are proceeding. And please God, long term, impacts our daily life to be more successful, more fulfilling, more healthy, more happy. We have a lot of goals this class. And we're hoping with God's help that we'll have the right things to discuss and say, and I welcome on our live feed, the contributions as well. Thank God as our website, we'll be putting it up there at some point. They're still <laughs> behind on last week's important class. Now what? After such a wonderful Shavuot and amazing, amazing Amuna class this Sunday. The question was now what? So we're going to go further and deeper as the Parshish as well as the weekly guide from the divine energy that enters the world weekly and daily and we're tuning in in our Muna class how to bring about the right kind of action that works because there's a lot of things people do as our wonderful guest said this Sunday Dr. Benji Epstein PhD he explained kindly to us that there's human beings which means to be here now human beings to be or there's plenty of people being human doings but they're just doing and doing and doing and it's not really impacting in the way that they really need to they're not focusing their energy and time including myself in the way that's most fruitful and this is our challenge for all of us you know i was enjoying the weekly podcasts from meaningful people and living inspired from our friends Nochi Gordon and uh, Jakob Langer, wonderful people, and the new guy Mo, very inspirational, especially when they bring Ben Shapiro in, because I'm secretly a big fan of his. And Ben Shapiro gave us all the challenge. He wants us to step up, us couple-wearing, yarmulke-wearing people, or shaitel-wearing, or whatever it is, head-covering, or just hopefully, whatever your situation is, but the person who's mamin, who's believing and is part of the Amuna class network community is now challenged by Ben Shapiro to take action. And for our generation, that means on a media level, that means on getting our voice out there. We have the tools. Every single person has most likely who's tuning into these classes, a phone or a microphone. Obviously, we'd like to get better and better equipment as we have our weekly edited class and it's always a higher level audio, higher level video with nice editing with a green screen. If we don't have all that, we can still take a phone or we can still use an audio platform and get our message out there. Ideally, in my opinion, we should try to be impacting on all the places. That's what I'm aiming to do on a weekly level, trying to get the message out there. And not only that, in my opinion, we should empower others who already are. That means the Unity Projects, the Unity Inspires Focus, United Souls Focus, is to bring together as many souls who are inspirational, who are role models and leaders, and to empower them to have more of an impact. That's one of my visions. I was loving to doing that for music, and we have 
a weekly experience of that in our Muna class, all these wonderful guests. We've had 74 classes, da, as Dr. Epstein pointed out, da, we experienced the level of atzilis, of, of a higher level connection. And the point is now to bring it into action, to impact our daily life. And we had the singer Benini last this week, and he did an excellent job of inspiring us to check out his music more. Amazing lyrics and flow. My own son was like, wow, wow, really into it, wants to check him out more when he saw the class. And that for me is also one of my joys of doing this, that my children have more content that's inspirational and meaningful. And that's part of one of the reasons I'm so excited to do these classes for you guys, that it should impact the new generation of listeners. And that's the hope, the future, the moon is our future focus, that we're trying to bring classes and concepts that will impact us in a real way. I want to thank our host of Shola Morish. We're in our studio in New Shalayim. It's a hot day. We are holding now as we are in the Holy Land in Pasha Shlach This is our time to do our shlichut, to do our mission, to do our, what we're put here, purpose in the world. The reason to etra, as they say, we're raising the etra, however you say it in French, not such a Frenchman. But the point is, we have to be fulfilling our calling, what we were put on this planet for as a boss of Adam, a human flesh and blood person, to be a human being and to impact the environment around us so that we leave a legacy, we leave with a purpose, we fulfill our soul mission. And this is something we have to constantly keep reflecting on and learning and then figuring out once we've got our shlikas, how to do it, to do it completely. And that's part of the feelers we have thanks to Rav Shalom Morish's guidance of Amuna and Espodulus, that we constantly beseech Hashem's divine Shefa how to draw down the kind of energy that's going to impact our daily life, that we have the power and the inner voice to impact the amazing circle of influence around us in a way that's elevating, in a way that's encouraging, empowering, inspiring, it's filled with love. And sometimes we're not always on that kind of focus. So we're working hard and thank God there's some divine abundance that comes into our life. Like we're seeing this week's Pasha, the struggle to come back to the Holy Land, to be able to see it with the right eyes. Yeshua and Kaleb and Yifuna were able to do that with the help of Tefillahs of Sadiqim. That's why it's important very much to connect to the Sadiq of each generation. Yeshua was connected to Moshe, with Chaktem, he was Mechazek, Yeshua with the extra Yud, with the more divine focus and then there was Kala Ben Yifuna who went to the Kvarim Makomis Kadoshim. My son just told me he spent last night at Kevarochu and Mama Rochu, Ima Rochu, the mother Rachel. <laughs> he was by her holy resting place in Bethlehem or Bethlehem as you say it in English, funny name. But Bethlehem is a special place and he was there with all the righteous people who were learning and davening and praying and he was there so there was a mikvah there and then he was able to go to the the Mishla, the, the, there's an extra mikvah near the old city, yeah, a very special place to tovel, to, to immerse yourself before praying at Nates of the Kosel, Hamaravi. It's given me chizuk to hear from my own son. This is the nachus that Shem's giving us, that we have the ability in the Holy Land, we all have shlichim, agents. We can make Ravorish an agent, all the campaigns we do here. We can make one of the staff here, myself, an agent for all your tefillahs, for your, the most important thing, you have to be an agent. You have to empower your mouth to pray and to bring about your mission in the world. 
so that we can all become fulfilled by fulfilling each of our own unique mission that creates the community, the united souls experience that we're tuning into on a daily level, on a weekly level. We're trying to manifest, thank God, in these classes and our actions throughout the week. And we're trying to bring together a positive list of individuals. I've already just put it again on all our platforms. Not only do we have Unity Bookings artists, as we spoke about last week, a nice long list of great music artists. Another one reached out just this last few days. He actually reached out to me months ago, a guy called Moshe Rubin. First time I've heard from him um, it was, I think, in the summer. But I reconnected through a lot of love online and uh, suddenly realized is definitely what we could do together. So he's another artist, potentially. We have the wonderful speakers. That's the hope. Not only do we have Rav Shalom Orish, and we have Rav Dayan Elgrod, Hashem, and we have all the speakers that come into our studio, and many of them are people that have, thank God, agreed to join together with Unity Bookings so we could do a non-exclusive win-win deal to get more and more empowered people out there. So it's up to you who are tuning in to get those links out there, to get those booking opportunities for your community. You have Simchot, you have events, you have artists, you have Please God speaking opportunities for your community to get inspired for in-person event. Obviously, we're doing the online events. I myself this week, Vesata Deshmaya with Heavenly Help will be speaking for the awesome students. Awesome, yeah, awesome. Yeah, they're really awesome with AHR. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of spelling is light, the light, the field of light. It's an amazing opportunity for me to be able to join them. And uh, big thanks to their organizer, Yoni Abadi, who's also, I've been posting with a little bit, I recommend checking out his Instagram, his posts. Always good to be collaborative with people. And then we have the long list of speakers. We have Moshi Gersht, someone who came here with Rav Oresh and did an amazing class. It's all the same to me. So that's the idea. It's all the same. Tune into his wonderful book and teachings online. He did a TED Talk. One of the only people I know in the speaking world who's actually made it to the TED Talk platform in a, in a successful manner. I was able to get his message over. And he's someone who, thank God, is building in the right direction. So I recommend checking out Moshi Gersh. And I'm happy once again to facilitate any bookings. We also have Shlomi Zionz. He is obviously someone who's been here a few times. You'll know him from the AMI and from the YouTubing and all the wonderful content he's putting out. So, Boch Hashem. As Ben Shapiro so, so properly put and was pushed to, to challenge himself that he should work on his amuna and his tefillah, so he pushed us. There should be more representatives, as we're saying. So these are the guys. We're putting it out there. We're, we're making it happen. And please God, there's also, obviously, Rudy Rochman, we hope to be hosting this Sunday in the studio. We did have a time for this Sunday, but you never know. It's in the show business. The uh, manager was telling me he just needs to finalize one more time, even though Bok Hashem, uh, both of them had agreed and were very excited. But that's how it goes. You've got to go with the flow. And uh, we're all praying that Rudy Rock will make our class this Sunday. We've done Elgod will make a return. We had the opportunity to also offer his services for in-person bookings. Very busy guy, but we'll hopefully be able to start assisting him, getting him opportunities in your community. It's up to you. And then there's also Nissan Black, of course, a speaker as well as an artist. We've been seeing a lot of new content from him and a student of the Rav, Boch Hashem. And then we have, thank God, let's just go. If Hashem gives me the right, all the memory, I need Jodice Joseph. Remember, we want to assist him. He's had a bubbla, mazel tov to him. And we'd love to get him some bookings for the young culture out there. 
And there's also, please God, good news, Dalia Fenster might be joining us in the summer. That'd be amazing to be able to bring him into the studio or in person or do an event in Yushalayim together, get, make it happen. Last time he came in the summer was a very successful event. I wasn't actually an organizer, but I did help bring a lot of people and I'd like to get more involved in it. I think it'd be an amazing opportunity for everyone to meet Dalia in person in the Holy City and pray that it takes place all smoothly and uh, with his family getting here, please God too. And there's all these amazing opportunities. We're missing a bit of content on our channels right now. I don't know if you notice, but the YouTube, we haven't had so many Gedalia classes. Um, we haven't had so many uh, Rev. Ralph Cohen. We did have a podcast just before Shavuos from him, and we did put up a video from Gedalia and his wife. That's the most recent video we put up. But we also, thank God we thank, have been having Rionatan Balayesh speak here very nicely, and we'll hopefully get some more soon. And myself, we'll get all the classes up on the website. And I'm, as I said, I'm also welcome to come to your community as well. Hopefully I can make time and be able to go away from here. I will be in Amsterdam next week, excited for that visit and uh, meet some of the people of the community there, as well as be part of the Simcha, where some of the artists that I book with, as you mentioned, Eita Katz and Shira Choir, they'll be performing there at the wedding, and Sameach, the Chosan and Kala. Here we go. Someone's finally saying something on these platforms. It's very important. It means a lot. When you comment, you give some feedback. We are a little bit earlier today, so didn't expect everyone to be here right away on time. But now you're here, say something. Someone just gave some love, but let's hear some words of wisdom. How would you think that you could bring more action into your life? How I, I'm trying, I'm trying to, as I said, my very clearly, I want to bring more and more inspirational role models to the world, more empowerment, more platform for them, be able to give them ability to meet the Rav and be part of the wonderful class in the studio here, and also to come in person to your community, your your towns, to be able to speak to you, to meet with you, to give over their wisdom and their inspiration. This is the kind of thing we want to impact the world on a global level. Look at what Chabad has done. Chabad is a great role model, and they're amazing at impacting so many, so many people. Thank God, in the global level and in the personal level, I myself wouldn't probably be sitting here um, as I am, we're connected to Torah mitzvahs without the Chabad Shluchim. They were the Shlach Lecha, they fulfilled it in the right way, the Shlichim of the Rebbe, to be able to help people like myself, and I'm sure there's thousands of you out there have all benefited from Chabad who are listening. All give a big thank you and help them continue to do that. Someone else wrote here, his Bodhidus Psalm 100 times 8 for 15 minutes. Brilliant. That's definitely a big, big segula. And Rev. Sholomorish is very much wanting this. Why can anyone view this while not anybody can become Jewish? Very good question. That's, wow, we're getting some important points here. So we'll first deal with the first point about the Psalm 100, the idea of thanking Hashem, of thanking God. Yeah, say that Psalm 100. Everyone, eight times, Ravosh promises you'll have wonderful salvations. The power of thanking, of gratitude, the attitude of gratitude, the ability to change your situation through a more thankful approach, uh, as there's all these wonderful organizations now, thank you, Hashem, and all the big thought leaders nowadays are very much incorporating the attitude of gratitude into all their talks and in their daily lifestyle. It's very much a part of now of our society of thanking. And that's something that can impact, you can do actively 
in an active way to get your life in a workable way by waking up with Moda'ani, with thanking Hashem, with appreciating all the blessings. You have a wife, you have a kids, or you have a husband, you have kids, you have a soulmate, you have a potential soulmate, whatever situation it is. You have family, you have a parent, still they're still around, Hashem, or grandparents, even better. You have friends. If you don't have any of those things, you have friendship circle, you have opportunity online to connect. So that's the idea. There's so much to thank Hashem for, and that has the power to impact your daily life. Very good. And that's where Avorish says to do that daily, 15 minutes, change your life. And that's something which we encourage very much. One of the big campaigns we put out there, the Mizmola Soda, thanking Hashem campaign, very big effect. The Cholka Toda, the divine power of thanking, is a tremendous gift for us to impart in our daily life, as well as the 30 minutes of praying for all people, and that hour for praying is spotted as you've got to fit it in there somehow in your schedule. So that's the first thing to have the prayer service as well as the shachris, the morning prayer, as part of your beginning of your day, a, a divine service. Before you start getting doing anything, you first have to, the most important thing to do is to be, and that's how do you be through prayer, through connecting to your higher force, the higher power, however you want to call it, the universal force, if you like to call it. We call it Hashem Yisbarach. He has, thank God, a very intimate relationship with us. It's not something abstract, something very intimate, part of our creation, part of our reality. Hashem Yisbarach is talking with us and, and communicating with us and creating us again and again and giving us this opportunity for life. And this gives us a very real relationship, not something abstract. You know, it's very much part of our life. It's part of our reality. And the truth is, it's the only reality so then here someone saying well why why is it you can hear these classes anybody but yet the exact question let me just get it here again just want to make sure I got it down ah yeah not everyone can become Jewish well the truth is if you go through the conversion process as you learn and you can become Jewish not something which is exclusive if someone has a soul it's a Jewish soul and wants to be part of the Jewish people but nevertheless if they don't do that yeah, if they decide they want to be Shevmitz B'nai Noach, which is really what the rest of the world ideally should be busy with, to understand that there are seven commandments that they also have a connection to, and that builds their world to come and gives them ability to learn and grow and have the soul connection. And generally, if you look at society, those seven principles, those seven universal principles are very much part of society. In fact, my most popular class I ever did on a podcast was about those seven universal principles. You can go look it up. The Seven Universal Principles and uh, Ellie Goldsmith, Brez of Israel, Moon is Our Future. Google that, I'm sure it will come up. as the most popular class I did on, on this platform myself, thank God. And because uh, people are out there in the world want to know about these seven universal binding principles that join us all together. And it doesn't have to be a Jew or non-Jew thing. It's a human reality that we all need these seven guiding lights in our life. This is part of reality. Uh, the God created the world in in a certain form, some way, and uh, obviously there's nowadays a lot of voices to deny the reality of creation. But the creation is as is, and without getting into all those political discussions, just look at the reality of creation, and you can learn so much as how Avram Avinu, our forefather, came to clarity, Abraham, and many many righteous people in history, uh, the one of the righteous non-Jewish people was Eov, yeah, Job. And uh, he came to a tremendous level of relationship with God and creation. And we know from Noah as well. And there's many been other historic, wonderful non-Jewish people. And that's one of the important points of our class, united souls and joining together with a human race 
is to realize that as much as the Jewish people have their specific mission, it doesn't make them better or different in a in a arrogant way. It makes them obligated. So someone else has said, why shouldn't a Noahite observe Shabbat? So that's an even better question. Wow, let me hear. So the concept of Shabbat is something that I believe everyone should on some level observe. Now it doesn't mean observe the all the rules, those specific rules were given for the Jewish soul once again for us to fulfill our obligation to our Creator and the rest of the world wasn't given those rules but there's definitely the concept of Shabbat everyone should tune into. The whole world needs Shabbat. There's seven days of, of the week, everyone knows that, just like we said there's seven principles, there's seven colors, there's certain truths in the reality, there's seven notes, yeah, there's seven colors in a rainbow, <laughs> good timing. And then there's also, well, Hashem, there's the idea that the world has many, many systems of functioning. We've talked about it here, the around us, I'm in a room right now, so there's the right, left, forward, back, up, down, that's six directions. And the seventh is the purpose, is coming into the, the reason why you keep the room. And as I talked about that in that class with the seven principles, that the whole point is now to, once you've built the house around you, built the room, you've built this reality around you, now to go inside and experience it. And that's for the whole world to experience. On the conceptual level, everyone can understand the, the power to disconnect, to reconnect. That's something everyone in the world should practice nowadays, especially with technology. It's forcing us to have to disconnect, to reconnect. We have to turn off our phones. We have to turn off these uh, technological restraints on ourselves and be able to experience a day of rest. And that's something global shouldn't be by the Jewish people. Everyone should learn from that. And there is, if you go to all the big technological centers, there is a day of disconnecting. Some call it the Sabbath. Some call it uh, from sunset to sunset. They have a, a spiritual, uh, sorry, not spiritual detox. I suppose you call it that. But digital detox is more precise. And that's something everyone should be doing. And that's one of the principles of Shabbos, to refrain from being caught up in the world for one day a week. So you can connect and internalize the creation. And that's something we can all do, all of us, all of humanity. And I myself, I didn't grow up religious. So I experienced that in a profound way when I was in university. And it made such sense. It made such sense to me that it's just to experience that day of no phones and no technology and just to be able to disconnect from cigarettes, all the bad habits that people can do during the week and what binging Netflix, just disconnect from all that crap and just be able to internalize who you are, what you're here for. And that's where you get to the human being, the mindfulness we spoke about on Sunday. You really can practice it to its fullest, as we mentioned, on the Shabbos and the Sabbath. And that's something everybody nowadays can detach to the principles of Shabbos and internalize you. So you don't get all the heavy rules that we have to deal with. Okay, so you just count yourself lucky. That's not your problem. Yeah, but Hashem and enjoy your reality. It's about being with, real with where you're at, being your, doing your mission. What's your mission as a non-Jew, as a seven mitzvahs b'nei Noah, someone who's commanded the, the seven commandments? What's your purpose? And do it fully. Do it with joy. And, and uh, the, that's one of the keys to creation, is not to be jealous of anyone else's mission. You know, there's all different kinds of missions. And one of the biggest problems when the Jewish people got the Torah, there was a tremendous amount of jealousy. Sinai. It says Sinai, when we received the Torah, was on Sinai. So that was last week already, Shavuot. There's a tremendous amount of jealousy descended into the world. So we've got to get rid of that jealousy, that whole thing. When I was a kid, one of my teachers slapped me on the hand a few times of a ruler and said, uh, yeah, this guy's laughing away. I don't know exactly why, but I'm sure. 
there's what to laugh at. Maybe I'm funny. They sat me on my hand a few times, said, chosen boy. It was like a really anti-Semitic old guy. And he kept like, you know, hurting on the people who were, who were not exactly the, uh, the white people of that class. And uh, being that I was Jewish, he used to really make fun of that. So there are people out there, unfortunately, who are jealous of our mission, but then that's just because they're not tuned into their own mission. Just be busy with your purpose, your focus, and you won't have time to be busy. And that in itself will get much more done. You'll be much more active looking at what you're obligated to do and fulfilling that on a daily level than spending your time scrolling and flicking, looking at everyone else's life. And, and remember, as Gedali always says, Gedali Fenster in his classes, he always says, you're just looking at the highlight reel, all the best, best moments, the rest of their life filled with darkness and struggle and pain. And they're going to show you that part. So don't waste your time worrying about what other people are doing. Yes, we are all brothers that's, and sisters. That's right. Yes, 100%. And a tremendous amount of all the religions in the world have their foundation from the Jewish people. If you go back source at level enough to get to the effect the, the Torah revelation had in all the generations, it's for sure impacting humanity till now in, the, in our ability to have values and guidance and to impact with the stories from the Bible and the, the strength that comes from the Jewish people who went out not all of them initially went out with the right value system. They sort of seemingly dropped their value system. But on a real level, if you go into the soul level, all the souls and all the impact that we've had over the last 300 years of the Jewish people being much more global, we've also hopefully brought some of the Torah principles and shared that. And the Torah light, the awe, the wisdom. If you think about the amount of Nobel Peace Prize winners and the amount of effect we've had on different ideals for sure there's been some mistaken ones and we will have to repent and make a ticket make a fix on that and not again make those same mistakes like what happened for example with communism which did come go back to Karl Marx I think he was a Jew so there are, unfortunately that's what happens when a Jew disconnects from his value system and takes just parts of it becomes some sort of distorted uh, utopian nightmare we have to get back to the full picture that the Torah builds and the, the true reality of our mission and not get distracted by other isms and other ways of being. We have to fulfill our purpose and then there won't be these distorted versions that come out from our people and like all the psychological world. Thank God it's slowly getting back into a more spiritual, healthy place. But for a while it was a little bit, you know, like uh, going the wrong direction. So thank God everything slowly, in my opinion, is heading back to more proactive, positive place of foundation of truth. And that's just part of when you have a big strengthening of negative right energy, like what's been happening recently with everything we went through with Corona, and now they're going on and on about inflation and all this negative talk. So on the other level, as much darkness seems to be descending on our lives, comes an equal push, and it may be even stronger push from the soul level, from the internal level from the inner place as we mentioned this this is where our essence is comes out the light of our soul amuna the unity energy that brings us all together and starts to impact and turn this darkness into a bigger light so there's many stories of people that turned the last few years into opportunities like we did in the studio where we went from touring and and impacting through classes in a very limited way and then we had this studio built during this corona challenge and we were able to impact on a global level Muna global 
able to do classes in every language and Rev, thank God, is slowly starting to speak more now in Spanish and French. For example, this is an example where we turned a difficult few years into a focus of how, what can we do from this studio in New Shalim. A few months before this, we didn't have anything. So you see the timing of everything, you see the flow. Someone else wrote, uh, Judaism is a seed of civilization. Yes, very much so. And but remember, there's a slight difference with Judaism, because remember, we could judge Judaism by the Jew, or we can judge Judaism by the actual value system, the Torah. And the Torah is eternal, the Torah is true. And the Jews, we have, like we just mentioned, historically, we have ups and downs, and we can get lost sometimes in other ideas and lose our focus. So we, wouldn't, we shouldn't judge the Torah by some of our people's actions over the last few hundred years or even thousands of years. We have to we have to constantly reassess what is the truth and bring on that all Torah that that opportunity to internalize the truth and our mission on a weekly level and that's something which you have to do on a daily level and as we said so for you guys out there I believe it's Pasha's Belaska and the rest of the world so we already had a class on Belaska last week and the idea that Shem's lifting us up so in this week he's sending us on our mission once he's lifted us up we've got to do our mission. So everyone in their own way needs to find what their mission is and make it in an active way that works. So I, I do believe there are many principles that will impact our schedule, how we, and I'll go through it now very quickly. It's based on Stephen Covey, but I believe it's something which is universal and applicable to everyone, everyone in the world in every aspect of life, in family, in business, in everything. I only have two more minutes because the guy needs to leave, the studio guy and they want to look up. So I'm going to go through it very quick and you've got a whole cup. Or you can go back to my previous class where I discussed this week after week in many, many levels. So there you just have to look, look back at the seven habits, ten habits, um, Ellie Goldsmith, and it will come up in much more detail. But here's the titles. Be proactive. That's the thing. Be active. Yeah. We're bringing Rudy Rochman. Let's get an activist, someone who's impacting the world. Bring activists, people who are busy doing, but based on principles, based on thought out concepts, like a bench bureau type of guy, and they're bringing out in real way policies and, and helpful ideas for life so we don't get lost in all the noise out there. That's proactive. Second, yeah, let's make sure we have a mission statement. What is my mission? What am I here for? Three, third, thirdly, yeah, being effective with how we do things. Very, very much important to focus on your priorities. First things first, family first. Tune into what you're here for. Do it on a daily level. Have a schedule, as we said, beginning of the day with attitude of gratitude. Go through the day through a sort of prayer service and bring it into your daily life so that you're eating healthily, what you eat, your three times a day meals, plan, and then hopefully how you make an income and also what you learn and who you're with, your friends. Make it an effective experience your daily life. Then, fourthly, win-win. Make sure now, once you've worked on yourself and you've done the work, self-work first, because you can't impact people until you've really dealt with this, and that's a big problem out there. We've discussed in the past, a lot of people doing, but they haven't sorted out here first. If you sort it out, the private victory, then you can go be victorious out there. And that's the win-win mindset that we're talking about with our Unity bookings, getting working together with people. And then we have, the listening, to really seek to understand, to then learn how to truly tune into someone else's story in a way that's not with your narrative. Get rid of all these narratives out there and just tune into the person in front of you. And listen, upon him, upon him. That's a very high level, but it's something we all should work on. And that will bring us to the 
next level of synergizing, the sixth level. We had the fifth one is listening, so seek to really understand. It comes from Hod. It's a very spiritual concept as well. And then we go into Yisod. This is synergizing. Yeah, God sees all that he's made, and behold, it is very good. Right. That tuning into the, the, the light of the Sadiq that brings everything together. He says, I'm not laughing at you. Okay, good. I thought you were laughing with me. Yeah, that's also good. So Hashem is tuning in, into our lives, a lot of light, a lot of divine influence. And the goal is for us to then become like Hashem, to be dome to him, to be similar, and to give over that light to others. Yeah, that's the energy that we, once you've seen the good and internalized it, we should be able to share it with others and that synergize that would synergization that would bring us to join with a larger community in a successful way that empowers them that's what we're talking about and then we get to the seventh and this is the seventh day the seventh habit the seventh level of internalization of review of making sure we're on the right track constantly check yourself that's i believe is shabbat and that's my end point today i wish you all a wonderful rest of the week everyone should try bring about actions that bring success in their work and to be active, share these classes, yeah? Partner with amunalive.com. Do action that makes a difference. It will help, trust me. I will personally appreciate it and I will share it with the, with the community here, the success, the opportunity to impact more people. I'm always giving that opportunity for you to partner with me and to partner with what we're doing at Rav Shalom wonderful Institute of Chesed and Brez of English give that opportunity to grow it's up to you you have to take action you have your shefa that divine abundance hashem gives you share it now give it the opportunity to share share the posts yeah it doesn't cost anything share the likes give some love whoever's listening press the like button share it yeah all our posts share them on your networks because there's no point me just putting them up there and they sit there no one interacting, no engagement. It has to be with engagement. It's up to you guys to engage, engage with positive content, engage with content that you can then share with others that helps them become more positive, more filled with spirituality and amuna, and gives them tools to live an active and successful, fulfilled life. Amen. So that's my closing point, and to realize ultimately that we'll get to that level where everything will unify through these steps through working hard and fulfilling our mission and doing it with joy and happiness and amuna. Amen. Thank you again for joining. Please share this on. Have a wonderful rest of the week. All the love. Check out the links in the description.